Everybody, we are back. Welcome to another episode of More Than the Title. I'm your host, Jared Thomas. I also have my co-host with me, Chatty O, the CEO. Want to say in the building. Pastel in the building, baby. You know we're here for season three. We rock it out, man. Before we begin, shout out to our partners, the Live Podcast Network. Shout out to the Angel and the entire team. Shout out to everybody who's been contributing to the success of the show, man. Every like, every we follow, every you share. Guys. Yep. We appreciate everything, man. We're growing and glowing because you guys, man. And we hope you enjoy the content. We got a crazy episode for you today, man. I can't wait to in- introduce this brother, man. So let me tell you about this brother, man. First of all, I met you, I learned about you from your content. You know what I'm saying? So I was all over on TikTok. I was on Instagram. I seen his content. But this brother is a health and wellness expert. He's been helping people since 2004 and when his company D Herbs was established. He's also expertise in colon of health, full body cleansings, was featured on the Steve Harvey Morning Show and DL Hughley Radio Show. It's also been endorsed by Brandy Norwood, Shamar Moore, and Elise Neal. In 2016, the Steve Harvey Show named AD. Um, his company donated $10,000 to a couple who started a camp of adolescent males. He's now working to raise awareness for COVID-19. He's a well-wisher of the black community. He's an entrepreneur, um, son, you know, many other things. He definitely, you know, embodies the more than title mantra. He got more, titles. more, many, many, listen, many listen, titles, listen, brother. Listen, he wears a lot of hats, man. He wears a lot of hats. He wears <laughs> a lot a fact, of hats. So let's please give a warm welcome for our guest, Mr. A.D. Dolph. What's going on, brother? Hey, man. Hell of an intro. Thank you, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it, you guys. No, thank you, King, brother. I, thank I, you, I just, man. I just want to say this. I know I know. sometimes when you get to a certain level uh, in your life and you hear your achievements and you hear people talk about it, it can seem a little mundane, but it's exciting, especially from our community, when we get to talk about somebody uh, with your status in such a positive light, you know, in the news and in the Facts. media, most often they only portray us as being negative and, you know, low mindset, right. low goal right. oriented. So, you know, we get excited when we get to talk about somebody that has done the things that you have done for the community. So I just want to give you a hand clap yeah, for that. That's it, you know man. What I mean, I just want to say thank you for just, you know, striving to be a leader in, in, the, in the black and brown community. We appreciate that. No, I mean, so, yeah, you deserve a double. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But yo, brother, so we wanted to, let's start at the top, man. I would love to learn how, you know, about your upbringing and kind of how you led into business. You could tell us about, about your background growing up. Okay, so my grandfather is John Dolphin. John Dolphin is, before Barry Gordy and all those kind of music icons, all those people actually learned from my grandfather. He was mm. the first one to actually do it between the uh, 40s and 50s. So... You know, he was an entrepreneur. Um, his business was based around music and producing music. So what he would actually do is he had a, he was the first one of the first black producers ever. He would be able to produce your music and then he would be able to play your music because he owned radio stations. And then he was able to sell your music because he owned record stores. So mm. that's, that's basically the family I yeah, I know. Fire. That's huge. Wow. It all, all wow. one, all one place under one umbrella. Like I said, my grandfather, he did it first. So they wouldn't allow at the time black people to go to Hollywood. So he brought Hollywood to South Central in, mm. in LA. So that was that that was his claim to fame. And following his footsteps, I just kind of like the serial entrepreneur bug. My grandmother always told me it was in me. 
and I was I was a mirror of him. That's fire, man. So, That's so crazy. That's you listen. So you're saying your grandfather before before Puffy, before Dre, before everybody was owning labels and showing the, the community that it could be possible for minorities to take ownership. You're saying your grandfather in the fifties was a one stop shop. That is amazing. Wow. Talk about but what disappoint, what yeah, but what disappoints me is why didn't we get to hear his story? So that's something I want to dive deep deeper into a little later on about why we didn't get to hear his story. You know what I mean? Because I, I believe a story like that is is worthwhile of that, telling. That is a great question, though, right? Like how yeah. how does one become the very obviously it's branding, right? But what happens because right. he's doing so many great things anyway, right? He's, and plus, he had to own the whole process. That's the part. That's right. the crazy part. Right. Yeah, that's the crazy part. So what it is is that it's. It's funny we even talking about it now. So right now we're in. So uh, one of my producing partners for the uh, for the TV show is Shaq's um, Shaq's company. We also the people who are also uh, helping us who did Black Klansmen. They're involved. That production mm -hmm. company there. We're all involved trying to help bring this story to life so people can hear about my grandfather. Now we, we've done plays in LA. We sold out plays two years in a row. It was called uh, recorded in Hollywood. And the person that kind of governs that and controls that whole thing is my brother. So yeah, oh, so wow. it's coming soon. The story will be told one day on the big oh, screen. Oh man, can't wait. Man. Please make sure y'all come to NY, man. We will definitely show up and show some love, man. Please. Now I look forward to it. I definitely look forward to that. I look forward yeah, to man. that. You know, it's a, it's a, what Jared spoke to you about before, you don't realize that what you do has such a major impact on those that follow you, especially when we're talking about impoverished communities, um, South Central, the Bronx. It doesn't matter because the, the world has impoverished communities. So when you have a right, child yeah. of any race, color, creed that feels like there's no way out and they see somebody that they can relate to and say, well, wait a minute, he made it out. You don't you don't realize what what that does. That that's like a lightning bulb that'll go off that can never be extinguished. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Like, it'll Absolutely. provide the you, fuel. Yeah. But you know what was also interesting, AD? The fact that like you saw your grandfather do it. Some people don't have the necessary mindset to say that's grandpa did that, man. That's a lot, man. How can I follow those footsteps? How do I how do I take the ball and run further with it, right? So if you could tell us, brother, like, how did you shift your mindset? Because that's what really is the key to success, right? How did you just say, man, I'm going to do this. I'm going to take this on my shoulder. I'm going to create my own business. And I'm going to do, you know, I'm going to create generational wealth for the fam. You know, I think it starts as a young kid. So, so you got to remember, so I didn't, unfortunately, I didn't get a chance to meet my grandfather. You know, he, he was killed before I was ever alive. He was killed when, when my, uh, my dad was in like, elementary school so wow. what my dad wow. got a, what my dad got an opportunity to see is that you know sometimes we can do anything yeah. you know what I mean we don't have to set limits if we set limits we just shorten ourselves so my so my father came from that mind state and he he empowered us um uh his kids with that same mind state like no, nah, you can do anything. Like I could ask my father anything. He'd be like, "No, nah, you can do that." I can see. <laughs> He'd be like, can I be president? He'd be like, "Yeah, I can see you really doing that. You should really put some effort towards that." And that's who that's who my dad was. My dad was anything was possible. And I grew up in that kind of environment, and there weren't any limits. And I and 
And like I said, it stemmed from my grandfather because of all the accomplishments that he had made. So therefore, I was in. I was given that same yeah. thing. That anything could be done. So I think it starts as a young kid, and I can't wait to have a kid so I can give him that same thing my father gave me, which was anything is possible. Oh man, that's so real, man. That's anything is possible. I know the vibes. That's real. That's real talk, man. Because where we come from, bro, where we come from in the Bronx, man, there's not too many. I actually had an episode about that, about emotional intelligence, bro. So I had I had a dude on and basically was like, yo, what made me turn right versus some of my friends they made have turned left, right? And what he said was something real powerful. He said something along the lines of, basically, you love something so much that it made you move forward, right? And for me, it was my kids. So when I had my kid at 20 years old, it was a wrap for me. I was out the streets. It was all this. Yo, I got to get to it, man. I was working at Starbucks. This shit ain't going to work. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? So I got on my grind and did it, bro. So, like, I, I'm just, I just love the fact that you had that mindset. And I wanted to just emphasize that because a lot of people where we're from don't even see that far, man. They don't see past our blog, man. I know brothers that haven't, haven't been on a flight at 40 years old. Nah, that's wild. Uh, that's real talk, man. No, but, but it, the, the funny thing about it is, to, to add to that, you've got people that literally can be like, yo, I've never really been out the borough. I was born in this borough. I went to school in this borough type of a thing. Yeah. Like, I work in the borough. You would be surprised how secluded people are, not only economically, but just mentally. Like, I'd be like, yo, you ever been to the Statue of Liberty? And they're like, no. I'm like, you ever been to the Intrepid? They're like, no, I don't really leave Brooklyn or I don't really leave the You know what I mean? Like, you would be surprised how many people are just like stuck in this bubble because uh, they don't yeah. see no way out of it. Yeah, that's and that's what it is in the Bronx, brother. So I appreciate you just having that mindset to move forward, yeah. man. And so, and where, where did the entrepreneurship fire start burning from you, man? And where and where did your love for you know starting the business, D Herbs, man, and uh, the supplemental business? Where did that come from? Where did that idea stem from? So I so I played basketball. So that's how you know, just like a lot of us that grew up in the hood. We look at stuff to where we see us being successful. People that look just like us, how they how they do it. So I started playing basketball. So when mm -hmm. I played basketball, that helped me get out of my hood where I went to uh, Central Arkansas. And then that helped me go to Australia to play basketball. So then, I, you know, and I started just kind of seeing the world. But probably the best lesson that I really, be honest, I learned from sports this is the best lesson I learned from sports is that if you work at it every single day, you get better. And that's all I needed to know. So therefore, mm. I applied that. So when I stopped playing sports, I applied it to life. Whether or not I wanted mm. to be a doctor, a real estate broker, or, or, you know, what have you, a manager of a store, I just knew whatever I did, if I got up, because, you know, basketball players, we get up early in the morning, we yeah. work out throughout the day. We work in four or five hours on on a on how to shoot the ball from thirty. So once you're able, once you realize, damn, I did that every single day, every single day. Wow, I can shoot from thirty now. I can shoot like Steph Curry from here. So therefore, I just like I said, I realized if you do it every single day, you have no choice but to get better. That's and it. And better. And a lot of times, people can't. We only can see ourselves you know, entertaining people, playing sports, making jokes, being an actor, because we see ourselves successful in those lanes. We need to see more people starting their own pack podcast like you guys are yeah. doing. 
appreciate like a million dollar worth of game. They just got a hundred million. Like yep. you see people doing herbal companies, doing other businesses. So people eyes can open up and see that anything is possible. All you got to do is apply yourself and get up, be persistent and consistent every single day. And you can make that happen. All for me, all dreams are possible. Everything That's is possible. it. That's it. That's it, brother. I'm curious. I've got to ask you the follow-up question, bro. So what I know, because we, we're entrepreneurs as well. So we have our own business, OTB Digital, man. We just started four months ago, bro. We almost had a six-figure business, man. And, and it's the craziest it. thing ever, brother. Hardest thing I've ever done. And the, the, free, the feeling of freedom is the most rewarding thing I've ever had in my life, brother. You know what I'm saying? So for that. But what do you do on those days when you, you may feel unmotivated? What gets you going? Man, that's, that's called life. Mm. For me. There's always days when I didn't feel motivated. There's always days that I didn't get up and want to go, shoot, I got to go. Yeah. I, I got to make a thousand shots today. That usually take me four hours. So I think that's the whole thing. But I always tell people on the other side of that struggle is the best life you could absolutely live. Mm. So if you get up and fight every single day, once you get to top, once you get to the top of that mountain and you start heading your way down, you'd be like, that was the best decision I ever made in my life, man. All I did was just keep working, keep getting up. And it's crazy because on that whole road to success is, is wild. You see a bunch of dead bodies. Yeah. You see so people true. falling off on the side, on the side of the road. Just, you want to see a dead body? They didn't know, yeah. they didn't know, they didn't know what me and you know now. If you yeah. keep working every single day, success is around the corner. Yeah. And that's, you know, let me, and that's let, all it is. Let me so let me true, chime man. in. Let me chime in on that. You know, um I agree with you hundred percent as a person that that I've I pretty much lived in fitness my entire life. Um I played sports all throughout um middle school, high school. I was all state in three sports. Um, I really could have had an opportunity to go further if I'd have actually took sports seriously. I just kind of used it as an outlet um, for me. I was going to say, not, not basketball, though. Not basketball. He's not a ball. No, nah, I never played basketball. <laughs> <laughs> My boy's not a ball. I'm putting it out no, there. Listen, I'm not going to sit listen, here and I, do listen, that. Listen, listen. No, I, no, listen, listen. reason going to be trouble. <laughs> you put him on the court. Listen, nah, listen. I listen. Everybody knows me. Knows I'm a football guy. Um, but I'm all, I'm also all state um wrestling and gymnastics. You know what I there mean? But yeah, my thing. I've always I can relate to what you're saying, right? I didn't have that that mold kind of to follow behind, like as far as like entrepreneurial and things of that nature. But I've always felt it in me the need to want more, right? But one thing that I will say, right, when you're on that road and you're, and you're trying to do anything, sports, you're trying to do anything, you're trying to push through, right? When you hit those bumps in the road, right, when you hit those bumps in the road and they kind of slow you down, it's, it's, the, it's your mentality to overcome that bump, right? Overcome that bump. So I want to ask you, what kind of support system did you have? Like, what, what, what's the most valuable asset of your support system that you feel like was necessary, a necessity to help you overcome these bumps? Because I'm going to tell you something right now. It's very hard to be successful alone. 
especially when you take the loss, especially when you when you fall down and, and, and break a leg wow. or break an ankle, you know what I mean? To get back up and find the motivation that you once had before you hit the bump. Yeah, that boy you know potting I mean? right now. Let's go. That boy potting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First of all, everything you're saying is 100. Look, I got this one friend, man, and, and you know, he was from the hood, all that stuff. I never seen someone so easy to quit, man. Mm. Right. Yeah. And it's to me, it's the saddest thing. I don't know. I don't know. Cause you saying, did I have that support system? And I can honestly right. tell you, other than my father telling me everything was possible, I had no support system. I just wow. had me. Wow. I just had wow. me. That, and, and that's me keeping it 100. If I had any support right. system, it's my brother, but we from the same thing. And me, anything I do, my brother's in it, period. Gotcha. If I yeah. make a million dollars across the street, I got $500,000 for him because that's just that's just my brother. Yeah. And we do everything together. He's one of the part owners in DRs. We own real estate throughout the country. He always with me. So, but to be honest, that support system, I'm really, I, I, I didn't have that. To me, it was, for me, it was just in me. It was in me to fight. Yeah. It was, it, I swear now, I know everybody, sometimes they need that. And I yeah. understand that they need that. But to be honest, a lot of us don't have that. Because a lot of us that look like us, we don't have someone that we can call that's a millionaire to say, yeah, how right. can you do it? We don't have yeah. someone to call that's a billionaire to say, this is how you do it. We don't have that. The only person that we really know sometimes in the hood is the next dude, the next dude that looked like us from our hood that made it out through sports or or maybe acting or something like that. That's all we really got. And a lot of times we don't even know that person. We just know he was from here. Yeah. So, to yeah. be honest, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't want to say that you need that support system. I want to tell people, the hell with that support system. Fuck that, fuck that support system. It's more about you just look, stay focused. And I swear to God, I swear, look, if you just have that tunnel vision and keep pushing, it will happen, man. And I believe that in my heart. I really yeah. honestly believe that in my heart because I don't want people to have, because I hear a lot of people, man. I hear a lot of people that say, well, I didn't have that support system. I didn't have this. I didn't have that. So they use that and they lean on that as an excuse why they didn't make it, why they wasn't successful, why this didn't happen in their life, why that didn't happen. Man, fuck all that. Look, it's about <laughs> you. It's about you. I love it. Every morning, putting on your shoes, putting on your jacket and leaving the house and making it happen regardless of what happened. And I just think that when you do that and when you work, guess what? God just be like, you know what? AD out there pushing. He working hard. Let me throw him a little something. Let me open this door over here yeah, real let me, quick. Yeah, let me open yeah. that door. Hey, you know what we're going to do, AD? We're going to crack that window for you today. That window that's always been closed for the last 20 years. We're going to crack it so you can see, so you can just get a little glimpse of what's going on in the world, what's on the other side of that hard work. And that's just important because I just don't want people to lean on that support system for me. For me, because if you come to me talking about crying and this and you want some help, Honestly, I ain't going to, that's my help by not helping you because yeah. you don't, you don't have what it takes to get through this. Now, if I see somebody quiet 
working hard, pushing through, that's the person I'm going to sneak up on, tap on the shoulder and be like, how can I help you? What do you need? Mm-hmm. I'm going to go help that person more than the person that's over here crying, talking about they don't have this and they don't have that. I'm going to go to that person that's over there just working because I think that they're going to actually make it. And I'll let them know that I'm going to help you right now. And I've done it for a lot of entrepreneurs out there. I say, look, I'm going to help you. The only thing I want, you got to help the next person that you feel like is worthy. And that's mm-hmm. it. Pay it forward. You got to pay it forward. That's Always. it. Pay it forward. That's that it. Real. That was real, I mean, bro. That, yeah, that's huge. That I mean, you know, um, I, I truly believe that um, whatever is meant for you, I, I don't have a religious denomination, but I, I, I believe myself to be a real true spiritual brother. Um, I do believe that anything that is truly meant for you, no, no other man can have, right? If it's truly meant for you, no other person can have, right? Um, but I also believe that, you know, genetics plays a major part in a person's ability to do something, right? For example, right? Just I just give you, you know, just throw an example. Like, so, you know, uh, Jared talked about basketball. Like, Shaq was <laughs> born to be Shaq. You understand? Yeah. Genetically, this dude... Even if you didn't know how to do anything, you seven, you're a seven footer and 300 pounds of just pure. You know what I mean? Genetically, you're just designed at a certain level where if you wanted to go in a certain path, it would be a lot easier for you. Right. So so when I talk about the support system, like I said, for me, I'm a person that I do have that internal fire. I do have that self-motivation. But but I have, I have helped a lot of people that I see might not be as motivated as me, right? Because genetically, we're all different, right? They might just need a little help. They might just need that one good talking to or that one good tap on the back to say, look, you know, stay the course, stay the course. You know, what you're yeah. doing is right. Um, Because, you know, mentally and emotionally, everybody is different. They have different levels of what they can handle. You know what I mean? So yeah. that's I, was just, I, said I, that. I would also yeah. add to that. You know what I would yeah. want to know? The people that you felt like, the people that you felt like didn't have that motivation, didn't have that drive. I'm just curious. And, you know, we just talking shit here. Yeah. I'm curious. The person that you did help that you felt like didn't really have that when you helped them, did they make it? Well, Mm. they, they, they made it to the level that I could help them get to. Does that make sense? Would they do It doesn't. So, yeah. so like you said, right, like, so coming up from the hood, so I, I'm the plug, right? I'm I'm like, <laughs> we make jokes about this, like, so yeah. I, I, call, I, I start to call myself, like, the 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 um, the um Bronx Dame Dash, like, I'm the plug. Like, Jared's my yeah. brother, he wanted, my, Jared's my brother, he wanted to own um own a company, I opened up the company with him, Have, you know, whatever I got, he got. I own three other companies, nice. he came to me, and I said, you want to make it happen, like you said with your brother, and, I, and we're going to ride this to the wheels fall off. But I never had a me. You understand what I'm, I never had a me. Everybody that uses me, I'm the plug. I, I teach credit, business, personal. I help people buy houses. I put people in position in business. And I've never had a me. I've never had a me. Everything that I've learned has wow. been from, like you said, tunnel vision, sitting down, reading books, locking myself in the house, not coming out watching videos and just studying it. So the people that I help, I obviously I can't teach you something I don't know, but for those people that I helped, I say, listen, I can at least get you here, right? 
I might I, like I don't know how to be a millionaire yet because I'm not a millionaire, right? But I could at least yeah. make you a hundred thousand there. Like you understand what I'm saying? Like so for the people, yeah. right? You understand? Right? I'm not yeah. gonna pretend to know something that I don't, right? Because if I knew it, then you could be like, well, shit, why you ain't there yet, Chatty? Then I'm gonna look like a jackass. I'm like, oh, no, nah, I don't want to be there. Bullshit, I want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fucking be there bad. Yeah, I want to be there bad, right? <laughs> you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, you know what I'm saying? So, I want to be there, right? But like I told, like I told my cousin, and he's a living testament of of what I'm talking about. He came to me with a vision. He said, "I want to be a, a business owner. I'm tired of working for other people." Blah blah blah. I said, "Listen, what I can do for you? I can get you a business. I can get it started. I can get us lines of credit, and I can get us up and running. Now, where we take it from there." It's gonna be on us, but I can at least get you here, and that's why we're here, sitting here talking to you within, you know, yeah. four months of yeah. starting the company. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to I, answer I your question, add, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say I would also no, add like okay. for people that's listening to this, not everybody's gonna be like AD, not everybody's gonna be like Chad, but it's also value in being able to put your pride and ego aside and be able to connect the dots. If I know Chad has certain information, I'm gonna tap Chad and be like, you know what? I could have been selfish, be like, yeah, I'm gonna start my own business. I'm gonna figure it out. But guess what? It probably wouldn't have launched in four months. I probably would have launched in seven, eight months. And guess what? I'm losing money. So I'm not going to take that loss. I'm going to put my pride aside. I'm going to eat with my family. I'm going to tell my brother. We got another partner that lives in San Diego. Met the brother one time. He's in on a business. He has equity. You know what I'm saying? Because I know he do, does things that I can't do. I need to be the visionary and handle things I need to handle in the business. So for anybody listening, you don't need to be a one-man band. But if you put together a good, solid team that believes like you, shit. Wait, 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 where's it at? Wait. Look, that, but look, for all intents and purposes, that's called the support system. You see? That's it. Yeah. You yep. see? I okay. technically and I'm your support you. system. I'm your support yeah. system. Yeah. So that's Absolutely. so that's why I asked you that. Like yeah. About that. See, right. I don't know what it is. You know, and that I, I appreciate your answer. And it helped me with stuff because <laughs> to be honest, like when people get soft. I hate them. Hand <laughs> <laughs> them. I hate them. I hate them. He said, I don't like nuts. So you got me hard. Right. <laughs> it drives me crazy. Because right. Ain't nobody picking me up, man. Right. Gangster. I understand it. Nobody picking me up. Ain't nobody picking me up. Somebody might have helped me up, but I definitely right. started that process. I started to get up on my own. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. I just be like, man, we can't, I just don't want to give anybody no excuse. And that's probably just the way I was raised. And, and like I said, I appreciate your answer and the fact that you're helping people and doing your thing and helping people get there. You know, I give them a little information, but I definitely make them work a lot harder, probably, probably than you do. And maybe, maybe, okay. maybe I'm to switch that up. Maybe I need to switch that. That's something for me to think about. You, you, you already switched it up, bro. You, you're yeah. here talking to two dudes from the Bronx that you've you never go. met before, brother, that we've met through the internet. And I, I'll say to everybody online, I reached out to AD because I saw you with my brother, Shan. Shout out to Shans and shout out to David. Um, and my other guy, you know what I mean? So what we was doing, bro, I said, I was just like, yo, man, this is dope. Cause Shans my guy, we doing the same thing. He's about to come on the show. And I saw your page, bro. I'm like, yo, this, this dude is dope, bro. You remind me of Wallow. <laughs> Real talk, you remind me of Wallow. You remind me of Wallow. So you like the motivational, yeah, yo, yeah. da da da. You like, yo, I'm yeah. out here, you on the Steve Harvey, you and the Lamb. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm gonna be that. We're gonna do that. You know what I'm saying? I gotta reach out to bro and see what's going on because you have the information of where I could get to, to that level. And I wanted to hide you. And you know what you said? 
Yeah, here's my number, bro. Da -da -da. Yeah, I'm out of town in two weeks and I'll be there. And guess what? Showed up early, man. So you're doing it right now, my brother. And this I, should change yeah, we appreciate perspective. That. Yeah. Yeah. For me, information is free. I got information. <laughs> right. All you gotta do is ask me for it. Information so, free. I get that. So, I get so, that so that's the key. So that's ask the key. Me. That's why that's why I do what I do, because when I was coming up, there was nobody giving us this information. So, you know, we come from the streets. Me and Jared, we come from the streets, right? Sometimes when you don't see a way out, you want a way out, but all you're looking for is somebody to just kind of tell you there's a possibility for a way out, right? So yeah. that's why I kind of give it a little bit more freely because I believe in this, right? I'm going to give you the information because I believe that not everybody's going to use the information, right? What's the difference between information and knowledge, right? Information is just raw information, but the knowledge is what you take with it and do with the information, right? So I give it to mm. them. I'm not going to walk it for you, right? Like I'm not going to, you know, fix your credit and do that. I'm going to say, listen, this is how you fix your credit. Do one, two, and three, and then come back to me. If you don't do it, then there's no more conversation to be had past that, right? I love that. But, I love right, but, yeah. right, but, but, I'm, I, but I will give them the initial bone, right? I will give them like the initial bone and say, listen, run with this and then let me see what you do with that and then we can have a further conversation. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's actual facts. And while we did, AD, I would love, because I would think a good segue, brother, as you started the business, what are some challenges that you overcame on the dole? Or what are some of the lessons you learned as you started to grow the business, bro? Um, So probably the hardest thing that to do in any business, and you guys probably faced a little bit of this, um, is that you have to realize how to market the business. Mm. So when I started yeah. the business for four years, I didn't make no money. I didn't, right. make, I, I didn't right. make nothing. I was That's just right. doing it. I was just doing it and I was just working. Because, you know, like I said, I was just taught you get up every day and you just keep working at it. And then eventually you can shoot from 30. So that's just so that's so that's just that's just my mindset. Um probably yeah. the biggest, the biggest thing I, I overcome, I had to overcome was me. I had to overcome what I thought was possible. And what I mean by that is that, um, so you guys, you guys probably know Kathy Hughes, right? Name sounds familiar. Uh, I'm not hey, familiar Kathy, with her. Right. So y'all know Kathy Hughes? You know, you guys from New York, New York, right? Yeah. 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 So Kathy Hughes owns Black Radio, all of it, all of mm. Black oh. Radio, all the, but they're mostly in the Southern states. So my brother mm. came to me, he had an opportunity. He said, look, he developed a marketing plan for uh, syndicated radio shows. And he had got a syndicated radio show to say, yeah, we take you on. Now at the time, um, I always give real numbers just so people can understand stuff and, and stuff like that. So at the time, D. Herbs was only making $60,000 a month, which ain't, you know. Right. Yeah. Be honest, like we do that a day now. So that's yeah. just to show you where we at. So, so, so. Wait, throw that in <laughs> love. You can't, you can't rush through that. You can't rush through that. That, that was know, love. That, that's a, whew, yeah. That's a, that's work, an American. That's no, that's like an that's like an American gangster Frank Lucas. We used to do sixty thousand a month. We do sixty a day. <laughs> you know, yeah. that's that's a that's a testament. Yeah, that's that's He's huge. Changed. Yeah. Yeah. So at the time, my brother came to me and he was like, Kathy Hughes got an opportunity for us. It's going to cost us $12,000 right. to run this ad for the whole month. And I always you know, tell everybody my ad plan. Because if you do it, whatever you do, it'll work out for you. So the way our ad plan goes like this. We do two interviews on that radio station. We do live reads every day. You guys know what a live read is, right? 
Yes. Uh, if you, if you just walk through a slice, yeah. is that if Steve Hardy, Steve Harvey is sitting next to Shirley Strawberry, which is one of the co-hosts, he, she, he'll go, I'm thinking about doing that Dear Herbs cleanse. You know what? Da, da, da. Like they start going into this spiel about your right. product for however long you paid for it. So if they, so that's called a live read. So my brother, you know, he went to marketing, he went to school, he had a marketing degree. He's like, I think we should try it. I said, I ain't trying that shit. That shit fuck <laughs> <laughs> That's real. Not, not for 12K. <laughs> I said, it ain't no way we gonna do it. Right. So then a week and a half later, my brother, he know me, he know I'm, he know I'm ridiculous. So he came to me and he was just like, he was just like, they said they do it for 11.5. I said, man, I don't care what they say. I ain't doing for no 11.5. Now you gotta remember, because I'm, I'm coming from the hood, poor no. mentality, right. you can't see beyond what's in front of me. So right. my brother, he kept coming at me. He came at me for about three months. He, had, I said, look, if they get it down lower than $10,000, I'll try. He just, he just knew, he just wore me down. And, and that's a credit to him because he had, he felt like he had to show me something and thank God he did. So mm. he, we get it down. He, he said, they, he come back to me. Like I said, about three months later, he said, they said they'd do it for nine, five. So we run the ad, we run the ad, do our whole, the whole way I said, we set it up. We doubled our business overnight. Mm. Bing overnight. overnight. Bing so. We immediately went from 60,000 a month to 120. So then now I'm thinking, oh shoot. And he they only had a million listeners. So now you got Steve shows like Steve Harvey, which has 10 million listeners. You right. got other you got even shows bigger than that around the country, 6 million, 12 million, 15 million. So I was like, oh, now we gotta do, we gotta do bigger radio shows. And that's what kind of spurred it on. And, and and just it opened my eyes to what was really possible. But without my brother being there pushing me and letting me know this is this is a different way of doing it, I, we wouldn't have never ever made it. So and, and like I said, so when I say it was, I had to get over me. That's mm -hmm. what I had to get over. I had to get over what I personally thought was possible. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes what we're doing is bigger than us. The way certain times we see it on these these little bitty small little scales when it's actually this big old giant thing in front of us waiting for us to take that leap forward, and and so like I said, the biggest thing I had to get over is myself. Bro, you, that's a jewel. I, I, I'm ready that's first. A that's a message. That's a definite message. Yeah, but yeah, awesome, yeah, yeah, I'm ready yeah. to go close a deal right now. You shitting me? Yeah, that's a jewel. <laughs> that's, that's a deal. Not... <laughs> That's, Yo, that's real. Shout, man. shout out, so, shout out to your brother to too. You know, your shout show. out to your brother because um, I'm not gonna lie, um, I would have um, in my mindset, if I knew that you work like that, what I would have did was once you gave me a number, I would have just supplemented whatever you didn't want to pay out of my own pocket just to get it under that number, so that you only pay that amount to get it going. You know what no, I mean? I, like I, I, yeah. I feel that, but you know yeah. his money was my yeah. money, so it was our money. So no, 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 he, no. I understand, but I'm just, but I'm just yeah. saying because because no, he I, knew he knew the return on it. So he's like, man, if like, so think about it. You you almost lost sixty thousand dollars, right? Overnight for not for not 
for arguing between 9-5 and 11-5. So for 2,000, you almost lost 60. <laughs> you that, yo, that is, that's huge. That's huge. You know what it is? Everybody that you meet, they got about two to three things in their life. If they change, the world opens up to them. That's a fact. And that's what I'm trying to say. Like, it's yeah. our struggles and our upbringing sometimes that that prevents us from seeing how big this world and how what we can really do in it. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? So, mm -hmm. so like I said, the biggest struggle, and it's not just me, it's all of us. Yeah. All of us. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's just two or three things. We make that little adjustment. The whole world opens up to us. That's so real, brother. And I, I've got it because that's that's an amazing story, bro. I've got to ask you yeah. as you so as once you started the campaign and the can and uh, the brand started to take off, right? What was the one moment that you shared maybe with your brother that was like, "Damn, yo, we we here, mama, we made it." What was that moment, man? So, you know what? It wasn't even on the radio. The radio that was cool. That was mm -hmm. cool. And I and, and, and no, actually, you know what? I will say it was that. So. When we when we first started saying, damn, once we we gonna do bigger radio show, we gonna be on Steve Harvey. So once I got the opportunity to be on Steve Harvey, let me tell you what happened that day, and it was bananas. So we, I have, so I made because I, you know, my grandfather. So I'm thinking just like my grandfather, because like like my grandmother said, his spirit lives within me. So when we created the Earth, we created a call center a place that ships and also where people work on the website, we, a one-stop mm. shop similar to what my grandfather was doing. So mm. I took that, then, you know, his method and applied it to my place. So when we did, did the Steve Harvey show, when we got able to do the Steve Harvey show, let me tell you what happened. So after I do the interview, so I usually have to do the interview like five in the morning is five. <laughs> No, four. I do it four in the morning, my time, which is seven o'clock New York time because or the East Coast time. And that's how I do it. After I did my interview, man, I just and I walked by the call center. I couldn't believe it. I got five thousand phone calls that day. Thousand phone Crazy. calls that day. And I was just like. I called my brother. I said, man, you ain't going to believe what's going on. I ain't never seen the phone ring like this in my life. And I knew then that we was on to something. And I knew then, I was like, <laughs> we just got to find. And then I also understood that who Steve Harvey was. Steve Harvey is beloved. People yeah, honor him. So, trust him. So, so, and they trust him. They, they just yeah. trust him to be so yeah. honest. So I said, that's our that's our thing. We gotta find radio hosts, TV hosts where they are beloved and invest in them and invest mm. in their show. And that's that's really, really, that's what it, it wasn't just about doing big radio shows. Cause I've done big radio shows and been complete failure. Nothing happened. Big giant ones and nothing happened is because the they was there for a different reason. <laughs> They wasn't there because they loved the host. They was they was there listening to music or or, or what uh, listening to other people to actually come on the show. They were they were there for that, but they weren't there 
because they love the host. When you get the people that love the host and when, you know, and they get behind your product, it's life changing, man. Wow. Life changing. Yeah. And you, and you started another thing too, bro. You started early. So you said it was like, when did you start the bit? It was like 04, you said, right? I started 04. Uh, we got on Steve Harvey in uh, uh, 2012. We started getting on the radio uh, 2008. It took a lot of effort to get on the Steve Harvey show. I could imagine. And to yeah. be honest, it was it was it it was stuff that I had to get over. God give it to you when you're ready, and He yeah. felt like I wasn't ready mentally, everything spiritually. I I hadn't put all the pieces together. Yeah. So once he felt like I was ready, he exposed me to that opportunity and I took it. And when, when I did that, it was life changing for me. And Steve is a friend today and is a person that I totally appreciate. And the and I totally want to, I, I love what he did for me. You know what I mean? The first thing I did when I came on the show, Steve was just like, look, I'm going to let you do interviews. I'm going to let you, it's a backstory to that. I don't know if we get to it, but he was like, I'm going to let you do the interviews. But first I want to know, do it work? Right. I said, mm. I said does the product work? Product. Yeah, said, absolutely. He said, send me one. So I sent him one. He did it. His first cleanse, he lost 18 pounds. And after that story was history. He was behind us 100%. He promotes us even when he's not supposed to promote us. So he, he, he did me that favor. But I had to prove to him I was the real deal. So once he knew I was the real deal, he got behind the herbs and he helped me take it to, to places where I never even thought, it, you know, where I didn't even think was even possible. So he yeah. really, really opened my eyes. And Steve is a person that he's really, really behind our community. Like, yeah. like he really like he put his money where his mouth is and he put his support where his mouth is. He's an extraordinary person. And I love him. I love him for everything he did for me. Yeah, bro. He he's first of all, he he's one of the great examples of what we're supposed to be a success. First of all, how, I don't know. This brother's on every channel. This brother, the way he works, his grind, even at his level of success, he could stop, bro. And I've seen him help, like you said, for yourself, man. He also did it for Earn Your Leisure. He did it for so many other people, bro. That he just puts on, man. So that's that's insane. And I would love to ask you, bro, because I asked this to the chairman of the Washington Nationals um a few months back when we had him. And he's talking to like Harry Belafonte. He's at All-Star Weekend doing amazing things, meeting amazing people. How do you maintain or what advice would you give to people to maintain relationships of that stature? Like that. And that's, yo, that's the real thing, yo. That's what he exactly he said. Yo, be the friend you always wanted to have. Hey, man, I was just myself. I kept, I, I, I was always honest. I didn't, there was no fluff. You no. know, I just kept everything 100. And, and, and so people that want to like you, they people like you because of who you are. So you got to So when you so when you disguising yourself and, and, you know, you know, putting on those those things so people can't really tell who you are. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not going to work. It's not going to come off as authentic. So I was my authentic self. And for whatever reason, he took a liking to it. And 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 that's and that was really it. I'm always wow. myself. I like you said, be the friend that that you always wanted. I'm that guy. I ain't gonna cheat you. I ain't gonna lie to you. I ain't gonna stab you in the. Yep. So real. Yeah. I heard a um. I heard a. a oh, he might be frozen. Little... Is he frozen a little bit? Yeah. 
So it might it might drop off and come back in. Okay. So 4 30 21. Let me just put it in. Okay. So we know. The we screen pop off. Yeah, we're good now. Okay. I just, I just had okay. to timestamp it. Okay. I, um, I believe I believe in that my fault. Uh I believe in that a hundred percent. Uh me and Jared have conversations on a daily basis. Um, and one thing he'll tell you is like the way I am right now is the way I am in front of my mother, in front of my grandmother. Like sure. I don't have a I don't have a representative. And I, I think I think um growing up in the in the time frame that I did, I'm an eighties baby, um, growing up in, in in the in the era that I did, we didn't have time to pretend. We, we were trying to survive. We didn't have time to facade and make up characters real. of who we wanted to be. It was like solidify who you are and survive or, or get chewed up. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And, and that's a very powerful statement because I believe like these new generations coming up, they're so lost. They're so lost. They spend so much time trying to find out who they are that they end up emulating other people, emulating yeah. gimmicks. And then when that gimmick falls off, now you fall off who because you? you attached yourself to a gimmick. Yeah. You know, who you're, are yeah, you? you're not yeah. your authentic self. So when you came on, right, and we talked about it and we said, you like, oh, you know, listen, we when we when we asked you to come on the show, you said, hey, what you want me to do? We said, be your authentic self, right? Jared is yeah. a living testament for sitting here in a hat, in a hoodie. VP of sales, you understand, but doing it his way, right? Not conforming to what normal people were doing it and the way they were doing it. He's like, that's not me. Yeah. That's not my authentic yeah. self. Because I believe in that, right? Everybody's yeah. not going to like you. Stop trying to be everybody's cup of I, tea. I am not yeah. for everybody. I don't want to. I don't want to be for everybody. I don't have enough energy for everybody. And that's I think people need to start realizing that. Stop trying to be for everybody, right? Be, be for the people. Who 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 love you for being yourself, and and you can trust and value them. You know what I mean. And stop trying to just yeah. please everybody because you don't have yeah. the energy for that. Yeah, o authenticity, bro, is just a filter. Yeah. It's a filter for you to find the people that you that want to find you, bro. That's all it is, man. So I'll give you the quick quick ad, bro. So like I was in sales for eleven years, bro. I had good years. Bad years. I was top performer, mid performer. I'm figuring this shit out. I don't know how to dress. I'm sitting there with baggy pants and Pradas, raised down my back, bro. Like I don't know. Wait, what the wait, fuck wait. Going wait. On. He, he like old, old, old dog from Society. I went there with old dog like this. I'm about to tear sales in a, up doing in a two three X suit. <laughs> That's a fact. With the Steve Harvey, the old Steve Harvey jeans. With the old baggy Steve Harvey suit on. That's not real. Double, not look, real the double breasted. The double breasted joint in the office, bro, was nasty. But like, yo, bro. So once I stopped, man, once I stopped that three years ago, bro, it was right before the pandemic. I said, you know what? I was at a small agency, black owned, and the brother told me something real, man. He was like, yo, if they're not going to rock with you like this, chances are they wasn't going to rock with you like that anyway. So why the hell are you focusing on that, bro? And I'm like, yo, I'm hip hop and street. Like, I know if I meet you on a sales call or anything, I got you. You know what I'm saying? Once you get to know me, it's game over. So how do I scale that? Right. I was like, yo, bro, I just went downstairs every fucking morning, took out my phone, got a cup of coffee, no editing, no nothing. Yo, this is who I am, Jack. Maybe I woke up bad. Kobe Bryant passed away. Yo, my kids are doing this. Yo, this is how you do SEO. Just every fucking day, man. And before you know it, two months into that, bro, I'm going to get a chicken parm in Manhattan. And people are stopping me taking pictures. I'm like, bro, I got like 3,000 followers. Like, I'm just Jared from the Bronx. I'm doing this shit from my couch. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm just a real dude. And once I saw that, it was game over, bro. And from there, I just kept on LinkedIn every single day because I knew that was a market. If you go on LinkedIn, you're not going to see the hat and the hoodie. You're not going to see somebody from the Bronx. The chances are 000 0.1. So I'm out there. So when you see me on the feed, that's how I met Tatavia, CEO of Revolt, and Solomon Choi, CEO of 16 Handles, yourself. Like, mad people just see me, and I, and I make the ass. So anybody listening, 
put yourself out there to give yourself the best opportunity to succeed, but also make the ass because there's brothers like AD, there's brothers like the Tavio that would love, that would didn't even know a Jared existed, that would love to maybe be like, yo, yo, go that way, Jay. Because I was that. And that's no, what it's about, it. man. No, I love it. But like yeah. you said, you, it's the same thing we kind of started with. You got up every single morning and you worked. Hell yeah. Put that Hell work yeah. in. And, and there's no substitute for work. And nice. you was yourself. That's beautiful, man. And people need to hear that. Everybody need to hear that. You got to be you. Otherwise, you feel like you in prison, man. <laughs> you feel yeah. trapped. And then the worst prison, the worst prison. Gulag. One in your mind, you'll yeah. you just go crazy. Trying to, you know, like I said, I ain't, I ain't never tried to be like them. I don't even trip on them. Yo, bro, I, 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 love, I love what you represent, bro. Yeah. I'm going yeah. to keep it a stack, man. I love what you represent, brother. To have, first of all, you're the largest black-owned supplemental company in the, in the country. Maybe the world. Let's say the world. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's ain't nobody bigger than me. Nobody. You know, know why? <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Let's this get it. Let's, let's talk this that talk. Yeah. I did what they didn't want to do. They tried to be popular on shelves. I didn't want to fight that battle. I'm not right. going to go fight. I didn't want to go fight against where all my competition was. I was like, nah, I'm going to go across the street. I'm going to do that. I'm going to do radio. I'm going to do TV. Mm -hmm. I'm going to do those things. And I'm going to become popular over there. So therefore, now what happens is people, when I want to go to the shelves, if I ever decide to go to the shelves, they'll be like, okay. They'll let me come. They, they want me to be there now. And now when I go there, my name is bigger than everybody that's on that show. It's because I did it a different way. Everybody want to, you know, there's always, everybody got a different road. And you just got to understand that you don't have to do the same road that everybody else is doing. Everybody else going right, I'm telling you right now, 90% of the time, I'm going left. I'm like, everybody over there, all my competition over there. Why well, I'm going to go over there? I'm going to go left and see what this role looked like. Yeah, I felt that so much, bro, because that is essentially what the LinkedIn and all that stuff was. But for those listening that may not be in tune with marketing, what AD said that was so powerful just now is he worked on the branding to differentiate himself, right? So if you're in a supermarket and you got a product, right, and you're next to Coca-Cola, Pepsi, they have the brand. They're going to they have the share of voice in that supermarket, right? Absolutely. So what AD did right. is went across the street, waved his flag and said, I'm over here. So by the time he got in the market, they knew exactly who the hell he was, what he represented, and they already trusted him. And he's going to beat out anybody else who don't. That's the real. He's he said, forget the supermarket. I got a lemonade stand. You shitting me? <laughs> who exactly. Love, who, don't, who don't love a good lemonade stand? You know what I'm Absolutely. Yeah. But think about yeah. it. When they yeah. did get over, so if they did come over there, they didn't yeah. see nobody else but me. Yeah. yeah. Didn't see nobody else yeah. but me. I, they I go wanna, to the supermarket. They got all my friends, everybody over there. <laughs> now they're now they in there trying to make a decision, reading the bottle. Yeah. But when they yeah. go over there across the street, they just looking at me. Yeah. That's it. Love, man. <laughs> I got I got to piggyback on something before we get too far away from it. Um, because as a business owner and a and a and a creative personality, I have to stress this. I have to stress this, right? All right. When you create something, create something to the best of your ability and try to put out a quality product, right? Because black owned mm. doesn't mean discount. And I get tired of people mm. thinking that because you are mm. a black owned company. 
know, yeah. pay the man. No, I'm serious. I'm serious. You know, black black owned doesn't mean discounted, right? It doesn't mean because it's black owned and you want to support me that I should now give it to you at a discount, right? Um, but to piggyback that, you have to put out quality, right? Sure. Stop trying to undercut people and put out bullshit, right, with your logo on it. And you know it's bullshit, right? And then expect people to not only buy it to support you, but to continually come back and buy it. So one of the key things that you said that we cannot get get away from is the fact that your product actually does its job and it does it well, right? See, you see, you see. Let's let's try again. Your product works. It does Absolutely. what it says it's gonna do, right? So now. Cool. When somebody has a doubt in something and they try it and they work, not only is the doubt removed from them, but guess what you just made them now? A spokesperson for your product. Because now yep. anybody that sees their transformation, they're like, shit, what the hell did you do? Oh, the D-herb. The, 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 the that's why Steve Harvey promotes it the way he does when he's not supposed to because you're so excited to help other people. Yep. Oh, no, the, the D-herb. You, oh, you ain't got the cheat code? Oh, go get the d because it, it, Because <laughs> you're so excited to finally get something, right, that does what the hell it says it does right that that you're that you, when you share it, it your enthusiasm it just shows the authenticity so yeah. create a product that actually is a quality product before you bring it to market right do your homework right do your research yeah. do whatever you need to do to create a quality product and then bring it to the market and that way you can give your product the, the highest chance to succeed but, but let, let, let's give it again off shits. Let's yeah. give them the game, bro, because this is my last yeah. question, bro, and I would love to learn from you because the supplemental space is so fucking competitive mm -hmm. and it has so many guidelines and this and that. It has to go through hoops and loops just to get on the market. Yeah. So how does one make the best product? What does that process look like to differentiate right. yourself from a product perspective in that space? Right. Well, it's kind of like the same thing that we just talked about is okay. in the same sense is that, okay, everybody here is doing this. Right. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to do that. And what I mean by that is that I, we took at Dier's, we created a 100% natural product. It mm. don't, it doesn't exist. It's right. always some oxide, some chemicals, some fillers, some binders, all that junk in your product at Dier's, We are 100% herbs, 100%. There's nothing else inside those capsules, but herbs. And then the capsules themselves are vegan capsules. Mm. So to be honest, you can, go, you can go look on a shelf all day long. You can go look on the shelf all day long. And when you turn that bottle around, it ain't going to never have our ingredients. So we started the same way that my man was just talking about. We put out the best quality product out there. Mm. No one yeah. does it. No one go. does it. No one is competing with D-Herbs on that level. We got the best product. So all I had to do is just let everybody know that we got the best product and we across the street. And mm. that's it. And you know, that's what I do. You reminded me of Ace from Payton Full just now. He's like, yeah, I got the blue tops across the street and we got the five. Just look for the lemonade stand, baby. We got the only lemonade stand on the block. It's 90 degrees. We got the only ice cold lemonade. Oh, now that's a beautiful thing. I love so that. So let me ask story, you, let me brother. let me ask you this question. So um what's what's next? What's next for you, AD? You yeah. know, so we got the D herbs, right? And we've done radio and things of that nature. So now that you've been successful in the supplement game, what what aspirations do you have to take, you know, to push yourself to the next level? Like what is what does AD want to do next? Yeah, what does the mountaintop look like? 
Oh right. man. So right now we, we me and my brother, we buy real estate throughout the country. Um, we're constantly buying real estate. To me, it's d- diversifying. So, mm-hmm. you know, protecting what you what you've been able to uh, you know, accumulate in this world, making sure that, you know, a lot of times we are renters, man. We're renters. We don't own shit. And I hate it, man. Mm-hmm. I really do. I hate that for us. I'm letting you I like. I own everything I'm in. I don't even, right. you know, I, my building for D-Earth, I own the building. You know, mm, there it is. There it is. I really, I really, like, I don't, I just think that our, we got to try to create generational wealth for our, you know, for us, right. for our community. And it's so important. A lot of us, we sell a little short. I was talking to my friend, Sharon, Sharon Barber, Who's a um, you know he he makes clothes and leather goods and 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 he did this one man I, I mean I I love his brother man he did this one thing he was trying to figure out how he can make leather goods as good as Louis Vuitton right mm. so he jumped on a plane that's what we don't do he jumped on a right. plane he was Italy he was in Africa and he ended up. In, uh, he ended up in Turkey, and now he created his own manufacturing in Turkey. Mm. Bing bong. I mean, but but see, that's what we got to get out of our comfort zone. We right. got to stop letting these mental walls stop us from being successful. And so that's what's next. It's for it's ownership. The next thing for D Herbs is to own the farm, own the manufacturing companies, and create this generational yeah, wealth. Is where we can start, where we can help other herbal companies be successful, help create their products and do more things like that. But, you know, we just, we got to change. We got to create this generational wealth for our family. And most of all, man, Steve Harvey told this one story. He told this story to me, man. It was so powerful me, uh, so powerful to me. I hope it's, you know, it has the same effect on you guys. Right. His friend, his friend was sick. His friend, no, his friend's grandmother was sick. His friend's grandmother was sick, and his friend asked him, Can you go to the hospital with me to go see my you go see his grandmother? And he went with with, with him to uh, to the hospital. And his grandmother, she's on her deathbed and she's dying. And she said, Do you and she asked him a question? And she goes, Do you know, do you do you know your grandfather? She was like, he was like. I don't. I didn't know my grandfather. She said the reason why you don't know your grandfather and know your family history is because they didn't leave you shit. They didn't leave you. They didn't leave you anything to remember them by. They didn't give you anything that made people transfer that information from you to another member to your cousin, so you would know your family history, like where that came from. And Steve, Steve sat there and he took that lesson in and he said, he told, he, he told himself, I'm going to make sure when I leave this planet, I'm going to give my people, my family a head start. And that's what I'm trying to do. Because a lot of other families out there, a lot of other communities out there, they got that head start. It ain't no, nothing like that. It's hard to beat a motherfucker when he 50 yards in front of you when you running 100. It's just, it's just tough. 
It's just yeah. tough. It's yeah. hard. But so it's up to us. And so that's what I'm going to do for my family. I'm going to make sure when I leave, they're going to know my name. They're going to know I left them with something. And they're going to know I gave them that fucking head start. And that's what I'm here for. I'm that's here to give my head start. You, you got to <laughs> drop the bomb on that. Yeah, drop the bomb on that. <laughs> Two <laughs> double, baby. You me? And a what? And a yeah. Drop the message. Oh, you gotta drop the message on that. Yeah, that's powerful. Yo, bro. Yeah, generational oh, wealth building is is just. I I think it's something that was hidden from us for so long, right? For so long, and I think, I think that um, I I don't want to say the pandemic helped bring it out, but you you would be surprised how many entrepreneurs and millionaires and just wealth developed from COVID, from just everybody being home and locking in and working together. Now I, I believe that as a society, we are starting to understand like, oh, this is what y'all been doing for Generate. This is why your family's name is on everything and you, you got buildings yeah. named after you and all of that because this is what you guys have been doing for years, but you've been hiding it from us. So yeah. that that's absolutely the no, goal, no, man. I don't think they've been hiding it. They, they haven't been hiding it, bro. The pro <laughs> the, they haven't been hiding. The problem is we've been too fucking comfortable. And when our backs was against the wall and you can't go to work and that rent had to be paid, what the fuck are you going to do? What stocks you looking at? You got crypto and Bitcoin and people have, no, I, know, I seen but... dudes that never even talked about shit like that. that was just, <laughs> yo, made yeah. 30, 40 bands in the pandemic. Like, yo, bro, no, you I didn't know, know but... shit about shit. That's real. But when I when I say hiding it from us, I'm, I'm talking about just yeah. in general. If you if you take it back all the way to, to the slave days really quickly, yeah, for sure. what, one of the biggest, one of the biggest, biggest, things that would get you killed, beat or killed, was teaching a slave how to read and write, educating us, right? Educating us. Because they knew then, right. they knew then that if we ever got educated and, and empowered mentally, we would rebel and, and things would change. So that's when I say hiding it from us. They right. can hide things from us in plain sight, right? In plain sight. It, and they do that a lot, right? Yeah, well, it's in that book or it's it's in this room. And yeah, but I didn't even know that room existed. You know what I mean? I didn't even know I had access to that room. You know what I mean? So... Yeah, somebody does, well and it's up to us it. to figure yeah. out who. But I yeah. think it's probably the biggest thing for us is, man, is for me, for me personally, I don't even play with them. I ain't even worried about them. I don't even care. Yeah. I'd be like, no. They come to me for jobs. They come for me for opportunity. And I just think that we, we really need to be on that. Yeah, it, no, Because absolutely. a lot of times... If you ever think about the culture and what's going on in this world, they dressing, they looking, they, they take our style. And then what we do is sometimes we let the other companies get behind us. I mean, somebody told me this one thing. What if uh, like the first, the DJ, the first DJ that started scratching and doing all that stuff. What if he didn't use their equipment? What if he, once he learned how to scratch and mix and do all that stuff, what if he went to tech, the technology route and created that same machine for mm -hmm. himself? Yeah. yeah. For himself and did yeah. it for himself. Now, because all he really did was empower that brand. We mm -hmm. got to empower us, man. Mm -hmm. We got to yeah. do us. Do mm -hmm. us, do you. Stop worrying about over th that over there. Because I used to be on that. I used to be like, man, if I come on TV, I'm black. I'm black. How they going they going to buy health stuff from me? You know what? They damn well they going to buy health stuff from me. <laughs> and a lot of it. And I a lot of it. <laughs> I got the best product. I got the best result. That's why they yeah. going to buy it. 
And so, yeah. and so a lot, like I say, a lot of things that we tripping on is our mental block. And that's just because of our upbringing, sometimes our surrounding, and we got to fight them chains and break them chains and realize all is possible. That's all so of this shit is possible. And just get mm-hmm. away from me. Like, I love the fact that you told your story about your hoodie and your hat and how you decided to be you. And that just empowered <laughs> you and made you more popular. And now yeah, you probably yeah. got other company. Hey, can you market my brand? Can you, can you do this for me? Hey, can you mention this for me? Can you do that for me? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's it's real. about us, man. It's man. something to me, it's really something in something so magical about us. And we got to really grab hold of that magic, man, and just let the world see it and stop trying to be them. Just be you, man. That's what I'm all about. Just be yeah, you, man, bro. That's a drop the mic moment, yeah, 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 man. Yeah, I know we, I know we had, a, yeah. yeah, I know we had an yeah. hour of AD. Yeah. I just want to say, man, I want to wrap it up, man. It. I just want to tell you, brother. Yeah. Thank you for this, man. I enjoyed this conversation so much, man. I'm leaving here motivated, inspired. And just thank you for, for, for picking up, brother. Thank you for this opportunity. Absolutely. It means the world to us, man. Thanks for, for having real. me, guys. For real. And, right. and I this just, real. And, and like I said, just believe that when, you know, when people see this, believe the, that you will inspire the next AD. Absolutely. Maybe not from your city, maybe not even from this country, but somebody's going to look at you like, if this guy can do it, then I can do it too. You know what I mean? So, you know, we, we appreciate it. And we need we need more, like I said, we need more, we need more guys like you. And uh, you know, that's why we, we give you those intros and you hear your accolades because, you know, we want to tell you we proud of you, brother. We proud of you. Even though we're younger than you, even though we're younger than you, we still could be proud of you, right? You know what I mean? Proud of you, big bro. We still proud and, and, of you. But we, we proud and of you, got, man. We proud of you. And you've got brothers yeah. now, bro, in New York. So I give all yeah. guests this invitation, man. When you're in New York, please let us know. Dinner on us, drinks, yeah. whatever you want to do, bro, red yeah. carpet. Just for this, man, because yeah. I appreciate the hell out of this, man. And I we know got, we got to send AD a hoodie. AD, what's your size? We got to send you a hoodie. Yeah, for sure. Jerry, oh, yeah, so definitely. I might take you up on that. I'm no, in please. New York two to three times a year. I'm going to take you up on it. Please tell me where you oh, want to go. We, out. we outside, oh, yeah, baby. We outside. We outside. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to tell you ahead of time, though. I stand on tables. You know, what's the show? This yeah, he's he a wild man. It gets, it gets crazy. We appreciate your time, though. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Yes, and thank you for everybody on the check-in and the tune-in, man. There's another episode of More Than Title. AD, much love. We'll see you guys next week, oh. baby. Oh, you know about me? Heard it all, oh, what you know about me? I've done it all, just one.